Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the Go Big Redcast, the Husker Fan Sports Show. Uh, I think that they understand that uh, we have a chance to be a good team. It starts this week for us coming back home. So we're excited to play at home, excited to play in front of the home fans. Welcome to the Go Big Redcast. Matt's Rule Edition. I'm your host, Honky, and I'm with Mac. How are you doing, Mac? Um, I'm frustrated, Matthew. I'm very frustrated. This has not been a great night for the technical difficulties. going to come out all high and mighty about the offense being all out of sync, and then we can't even get this show off the ground. I apologize to everybody out there on the wait. It certainly wasn't intentional. Bonus feature, I'm wearing my readers because I'm on my phone, which is nice. <laughs> Uh, this has been a very interesting hour of, of, uh, doing some technical back and forth. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like I, silliness. whatever, you know what, maybe it's par for the course here. This is kind of, uh, where we were at there from a technical standpoint. I feel like that's maybe where the offense is at, but we didn't give up. That's the thing. We did not give up and look at this an hour later. And with everyone pissed off that was watching us, actually, that's even more like the fans. You know, we, yeah. I think we pissed off the fan base, but you know what? We didn't give up and we're live now, Mac. And we just had to, you know, pivot a little bit. Nothing, no big deal. No. And in, in our true spirit, we, we didn't, we didn't hesitate to rise to the challenge, never say die, you know, but Hey, in all seriousness, where are we at with this team right now, Matthew? <laughs> what, what do you want to, what do you want to talk? What do you want to talk about tonight? Well, let's start with what we were going to talk about here. And I guess we'll go over the the CU recap and it was the positives and the negatives. You know, let's just start with kind of the weekend it was itself. And I'm putting this little helmet right over here. This is a helmet that uh, got signed by the Cushes, Bill and Jesse Cush, as well as Adam Carricker and Tommy Frazier. They were at the Big Red of the Rockies Battle in Boulder that was at Estes Park on Friday night. It was a wonderful event. The Redcast uh, was extremely honored to be a part of it and help – we're actually listed in the brochure, so we were part of the event supporters. Now, it, it was a good weekend from that perspective. It was great to see a bunch of uh, you know Husker fans out there. And uh, I know that the game didn't go the way that, that we wanted offensively. Mac, we talked about the keys last week that we said the defense and special teams had to travel. The defense traveled. The special teams, not so much. Uh, the punt game uh, got to us. We missed a field goal there, Alvano. It sucks. It hit the, the goalpost there. But, uh, you know, we walked away without points on that. And then Bushimi was having trouble flipping the field when we needed those yards. Yeah, there were some disappointing letdowns on some things that we were hoping, you know, when we were talking about keys to victory. Really hoping to see special teams travel or put back-to-back good weeks together. So mm-hmm. um, it's it's a little disheartening that that happened. I mean – I know, I know we got some young players in there, but, you know, you just like to see him turn that corner. That really changed the game in a lot of cases for us. And then, mm. uh, but, you know, the defense, can't blame them. Can't blame them a bit. That was a heck of a heck of an effort on that stuff. So um, they just kind of wore out. That's to be expected. 
uh, more good plays than bad. And I think, uh, you know, if, well, the more complimentary football we play, the better we're going to look. Yeah. Well, we talked about wanting to control the clock, and that has to do with, you know, the turnovers that we had. Penalties and turnovers were one of our keys to the game, controlling the clock. Well, those go hand in hand. Every time we turn the ball over, uh, completely unforced, by the way, all yeah. four of them. The three fumbles are on snaps. Uh, three of them that we, we we had bad shotgun snaps. One of them, when I say bad, I mean the quarterback dropped two of them. Those are the ones we lost. Another one hit a <laughs> tight end in motion. I mean, horrific. He, he landed on that. The handoff to Irvin, I don't know that I blame that on Sims, uh, the first play of the fourth quarter. I don't know that was a bad handoff, but there's certainly penetration there on that play. But in general, you can't keep giving the ball back to the defense and expect to control the clock. It wasn't just a time of possession game. It was an amount of possession games. So if you're going to have 30 minutes, which is essentially what we had, uh, it was almost a 30-30 split. If Colorado has the ball for 30 minutes, but they have six possessions, that's very different than having 10 possessions. And every time we kept giving them the ball there, or we'd run out of bounds and stop the clock at the end of the second quarter, or the you know, we have a, a five-yard penalty on defense. Even got to blame the defense here for a second. A fourth and five, we give them a first down. That extends plays. That keeps them on the field longer. In the third quarter, we drop a pass. You know, Bullock's on a third and long. And all those things end drives, give the ball back to them, give them more. So can't do that with a defense like or with a team like Colorado. But in general, as we're talking about positives and negatives and what our keys were a week ago, you know, we also said we wanted to make them one-dimensional. I guess, you know, our defense has looked pretty good defensively against the rush. Now we're top 10 in the country. That's the second week in a row we held a team to basically like 50-some yards rushing. So there are some positives to take away from it. We talked a lot last week about needing to be physical and with Hunter, needing to be physical against Hunter. And my goodness, you watch some of those videos. And we, we said throw a tight end at him. Throw a throw a you know fullback at him. And you see what Borkature, uh, you know, took him. 20 yards back and Fedoni just flat out whipped him to the ground. We were physical against him. That's a good sign. I think, you know, moving forward, but I'm trying to pull the positives out of that game. Well, I'll give you a couple more positives. If we're just being positive, which isn't that easy to do sometimes. Um, Mm -hmm. Some of the young guys really start playing well. Like you saw guys like Cam Linhart. He, he got in there and made some big plays. You saw a guy like uh, Micah bear. Who's that guy? I mean, I know who he is, but like, yeah. you know, it's like all of a sudden, all of a sudden he's a player. Um, you know, so you see some of the youth on defense already making impacts. And so that gives you some uh, encouragement for the future. Uh, but the, the thing is though, that's all good and well, but when you, uh, when you have that many turnovers, I'm sorry. It's just it's and and very horrible places in the field. I mean, really, every place on the field is horrible to lose one in the red zone on your own twenty. It's like it's all bad, but it just seems like I don't know. And until we get that fixed, and that's a that's the, the question is how do you fix that? And you and that's where the debate I think is with a lot of people right now is hey, how do we fix that? turnover issue Ooh, i don't know what's one of the common themes in all these turnovers well let's do a quick study all right i'm gonna dig around on the numbers after hours of computation i just go oh my god it's all jeff sims you know <laughs> it's like minus two you know like it's like okay 
we got it. Mm-hmm. So when the issue is the quarterback, and like for all the people are like, hey, you know, let's pull him and, and get somebody else in there. Like I get that talk. I totally get that talk. But there's a there's a there's a, a pretty strong reality that he's still the best player we got. Now, can you fix the turnovers? That, that, well, can that's you? what it is. Well, that's right here. Day five, he says less than two minutes per drive in the second half. You can't hang the defense out to dry like that, and that's absolutely true. Uh, Vegas Jair, uh, he said the positives is that the defense is legit. Fedoni had his first touchdown, and importantly, we are not Colorado fans. And, um, you know, I can say this as a, uh, you know, someone that has been now to the first two games this year at Minnesota and at Colorado. We are the only right. team in the country right now to have gone on the, or we're the only P5 team to have played two straight P5 games on the road. Again, trying to put some things in perspective. It doesn't excuse turnovers like that. It doesn't excuse sloppy play, but it, I'm just trying to put the... It doesn't excuse it, but it does amplify those mistakes, right? Like yeah, well, playing power five teams, you can't do that against. Now, maybe a group of five teams or whatever the hell it is called now, you could get away with those and still maybe pull together a victory. That's That can be the difference. But yeah. there still has to be some trend in improving that. And I'm talking a massive like vertical leap in like, reduction of turnovers and... Uh, it's too alarming to be ignored, and it's in a position that can't, you know, it can't be overlooked. I don't, yeah. I don't know, man. It, I, I'm going to make a step back and do something. We haven't done this in a couple of years. We haven't done this in a couple of years on the show. We would we throw out the P word, progress, and we did oh. that in 2018 with with Frost. We did it in 2019, maybe somewhere about as far as 2020, you could still kind of talk about progress, right? But at some point, progress has to turn into wins. I think, right. I think that this is a—it's a new staff. We played two games on the road. We haven't even gotten back home yet, and so you know, this really—I think maybe this transitions into this part here: fan base, patience versus urgency. Is we need the patience of the fact that all the problems of the last four, five, six years go back to Riley. I don't care. All those problems. They are in the past. The If we have problems right now, even if they look the same, they're still different. This is Coach Rule. This is a new staff. This is a new everything. It's not perfect. Um, the people that will sit there and say, well, he's the one that brought Justin's in, they're not wrong. But at the end of the day, I still think that you know, he's going to stick with Sims for the time being, and I think that's a, a good move early in the year to do, to not turn so fast. I don't know what the limit is. I mean, eight turnovers in two games is a – is already you're you're reaching darn near that limit, but I mean I'm, I'm giving him another game here. I'm letting him at least play a home game for Cripe sakes. But yeah, you you go out there and you have another couple of turnovers again, and now you're playing a group of five team in Northern Illinois or La Tech. You got to get yanked Dude, at some point. It his next. I mean, if he throws a, a, an interception on Saturday, the booze will be unreal, like unreal. And I just don't want that to happen. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm obviously I want the kid to do well. Obviously, I hope he can turn it sure. around. It's just, it's just, it's just not. It's just like okay, the past trends aren't great. Current trends almost worse. Well, yes, worse. And it's like I don't know. I, now, unknowns about the mm-hmm. about. We have a newer, uh, a more seasoned staff that might be equipped to help a quarterback. Progress, and I got to tell you, that's our only hope. Like it, it, that has to be the answer, or this is not going to be a good year for us. 
The coaching yep. staff has to do a good job of putting Jeff Sims in a position to win and be the most comfortable he can be in a football game. Well, we I will think, not win any games. I think Vegas Jair says it perfect here. He goes, Sims threw the ball much better in game two. Three crucial drops killed his stats. No justifying turnovers. I think he's right. I think Sims looked better in the offense against Colorado. Problem was the turnovers. It uh, got to a point where, you know, I was trying to put myself in Satterfield's shoes and I'm like, I don't know what I call right now if I can't trust him catching the ball out of the shotgun or handing the ball off or the one interception that he did throw. He just threw it so stinking late. I mean, from yeah, our angle point late. in, yeah, from where we were sitting in the stands, I mean, I was yelling run from the beginning. You could see the entire side of the field. And I don't know if he would have gotten all the way to a first down, but he had gotten a long ways towards it. And you certainly can't wait and wait and wait to throw that. So, I mean, it's so hard because he does some things well. You see the 57-yard yeah. touchdown run. And yeah. you see some of the throws that he started to complete here against Colorado. There was there's some progress. There are some very good signs of, of yeah. what this can be. But my goodness, they just get completely, completely taken back with the, with the mistakes. And so <laughs> they're not huh. – I mean, we're asking this as the fan base, patience versus, versus urgency – the, the mistakes got to end. I mean, the, the ur- I, there was a very urgent part in me where I'm like, we can't keep doing those mistakes. Let, and yet I have to show you. patience. I do need to show yeah. patience to this staff who they are fixing things. That defense looks amazing, you yeah. know, out there. There are some real signs of, of progress. Ben Hart looks as good as I've seen Ben Hart. The old line is making some progress in spots. Yeah. No, that's you know, all true. Yeah, I mean, Kurt Payne asked yeah. that. How many, how many chances are you willing to give him? It's not like he's pressured by the defense. It's, he's not wrong. No, he's not wrong. It's hard to get a real good grade on the offense. Like, okay, mm-hmm. let me ask you like this. So I felt like we talked about this in game one. They might have overrun Sims, or at least we didn't like some of the play calls they were doing with Sims or sort of like up the gut, you know, power moves and a little less. And we didn't like how they were using him passing because they were keeping him in the pocket and, and not letting him move. And that's where the interceptions came from, right? The way this game started, the way the play the plays were being called, I liked the rhythm they were kind of going with there. I felt like there was a good use of power, a good use of motioning in the backfield. And, I mean, I understand about the fumbles. I'm saying remove the fumbles. I like I liked how I liked mm-hmm. how they, they were crackback blocks. They were they were getting to have seams, and then I liked how they were doing some play action and completing the ball for Jeff. So like I liked kind of the flow that he was trying to create, but then boom turnover. Boom! It was like mm-hmm. impossible to to kind of really get deep into what this offense might like to be. But my guess, so so I liked what the uh, coaching staff morphed into for this game. I counted that as progress, but mm-hmm. but almost uh, completely neutered by the fact that we kept turning the ball over. But I liked I liked the game calling better. Although yeah. I was surprised they didn't do more design runs for uh, Sims. Well, and this goes. I think Dave Fight has a great point here. He goes, "Give credit to Sat." In the second half, he called more plays with Sims under center, that type of adjustment, and says stubbornness is refreshing. I agree. I mean, short of replacing the player, at least you are schematically trying to change something with that player and and seeing if that can make a difference. Then, of course, you know, from under center, we have a fumbled, you know, it's not really a fumbled hand. See, the handoff to me looked okay that first play of the fourth quarter. It was just, but we got penetration from, from the line. Right now, what I would consider to be about the safest thing and this is easy coming for me because I do this all the time. I'd love to see us get under center, I formation, run option. 
We saw it against Minnesota for one play and it went for eight yards. I, I think it takes so many elements out that can go wrong, at least for the time being. We Dude. we were doing a lot of pre-play motion, trying to see what the defense was doing, if they're in man and all that. And that's great. That's a, that's a very good schematic X's and O's thing to do. And then we hit the guy going in motion with it, you know, and it was just, yeah. for whatever reason, the most basic things right now are killing us. And we've got to get to a point where it's like, you have to almost eliminate some of that. I said it a week ago that we need to do, we need to be better with less than more. And like, I mean, we got to get down to doing like five things well. And just, if we can't beat Northern Illinois by doing five or six or seven things really, really well, and I mean really well. I'm not trying to downplay Northern Illinois. I'm saying we just got to be able to just line up and run the football, do a couple option runs with them, very basic yeah. stuff, and eliminate extra reads. I mean, that's that's essentially and, what they're doing there in the second half, getting out of the shotgun even. You know what, though? Dude? And they've also cost themselves eight possessions, you know, and especially the first game. They're, they haven't had that many possessions this year that they've actually got to complete to, you know, to the end or like because of their own dumb mistakes on a lot of cases. It's like that kind of that kind of loss of possessions early in the season when you're trying to get stuff tuned in. It, it, you know, it doesn't help anything. And then it puts that I don't know. Then it puts that turnover in just the back of your mind. That's what terrifies me. Turnovers, fumbles are contagious. Oh, I wish I would have said that. Oh, sure. No, I mean, that's for Colorado. <laughs> so guess what? They're getting the fumblesies. By the way, are we going to talk about Colorado at all? Just their I'll fans just in general, or uh, just their stupid feedback at the end of the at the end of the game? Give me a break. Well, they, I mean, it's the makeup narratives are hilarious, and I, I it's whatever. They got to create. They got to do something. They're so Miami. I'll talk about like after the game being there in the stadium and the game gets done and uh, we walk out and we, we left a few minutes early, which is a good thing to do at Colorado. If the game's going sideways on you, no question. but even with that, I had Redcast Rob with me and I had Talon Redcast Talon. Who's the nephew of of Dave who's helping us out with TikTok. and Talon's a built kid. He could have played football, you know, and do you like movies about with gladiators? (laughs) (laughs) Well, he, uh, you know, he he kind of got into it, you know, outside the stadium with a couple of guys. And it's like, dude, just keep moving, keep moving. And I mean, you can't say enough things to me to get me bothered at a football game. I just, it, the, if you're trying to get me to fight you, I'm just, it's just not going to happen. So, I mean, I just walked away. <laughs> right. So I've had people yeah. say like, how terrible were the Colorado fans? I was like, ah, they, they're Colorado fans. It's It was that way in 2001. It was that way in 2019. It was no different. Yeah. I don't get in fights then. I didn't get, you know. We've, I've been to Wisconsin. Oh, they're terrible fans. No, they're fine. You know, you just walk out of the stadium. Don't, you know, don't listen to them. And when you lose football games, you're going to get a bunch of stuff said to you. They're That's going the bottom to line. Work. We've got no ammo. That's the problem. Yeah, <laughs> they can just launch. They can just launch bombs at us. And we just have to take it. And they're arrogant. And it's like they yeah. are the worst fans. This is it's a. Uh, they're well, horrible. To the, I mean, we all know the, that. To the winner goes the spoils, I guess. And I know. I really, hey, man. Really... Of course. Why would it be us? <laughs> it's always got to be some shitheads that don't deserve it. They get the, 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 the glorious win. While we mm-hmm. super fans, these, these traveling Husker fanatics go and sell out. They still got a good chunk of your stadium. I don't care what anyone says. And, and we get handed just a turd sandwich in return. It's like, God, so deflating. So, you know, like 
getting back to, I know we're going to talk about the topic of verse, you know, with patience. I don't know. Do we want to get to there or we have anything else you want to? Well, no, I mean, we've, we've, oh. we've kind of been talking that really. I mean, just yeah. it, it's I mean, like that's the, that's been the whole thing. And look, I, I want to be very clear. We posted a thing, and, and let me see if I can bring it up here, at least on my screen. Um, keep talking, Mac, for a second. I'm going to see if I can I can find this. Well, anyway, I so I understand when they when they when they talk about patience with Drew. I I totally get it. It's his first year. He is rebuilding some things, and like we all understood this was going to be kind of a bumpy ride. We did understand that. However. We've also had to watch some terrible football for the last umpteen years and are just frankly sick of it. So when we're still fielding a team that seems like it could probably win some games, uh, especially if it just stopped giving the ball to the other team, like you can't expect the fan base to go, oh, that's still pretty cool, I guess. I get, you know, like every fan I talk to recognizes that the tackling is way better. Every fan I talk to recognizes mm-hmm. that the special teams got potential. Every fan I talk to says that the running backs are not bad. Like they could do some stuff if we'd stop it. Every fan I talk to says we'd probably be okay. If we just stopped turning the ball over, that's really it. That's like right now. I feel like this team is, is well-equipped to give us a very respectable year in college football. Like I feel yeah. like this team is good enough to give us a respectable run. Even now, I think that. Yeah. But, well, this is this is the tweet but we've we got to stop with the mistakes. Yeah, this is the tweet okay, that we have up there right now. To coach, rule, staff, and team. Just want to say oh, that yeah. you have the full support of the entire Redcast. We've made both trips to Minneapolis and Boulder, and we'll be there again this Saturday to welcome you guys home for the first time this season. That is all GBR. And as I say that, I know that you know here we are. We're we're frustrated as we as we talk. But I'm seeing the same thing in the comments right now, too. It's this combination of, look, we're frustrated, but for God's sakes, we're behind you. I don't want to think about the first yeah. boo that, that just Please get, get better. I'll I, love it. Yeah. I, I don't, yeah, I don't want to think about the, the boos that he's going to get when he has when he throws an interception. I want to think about the cheers that he's going to get when he's running in for a touchdown and we're taking the lead and you know and, and we're winning the football game. You know, this team needs to get out of its own way. We're not coming up yeah. with anything new there. And we need to get good here over the next two weeks. We need to get good in the two games that we probably all yeah. wish that would have been games one and two instead of being on the road <laughs> against P5s. You know, this is the, the way you'd want to start the season is Northern Illinois and La Tech. Not that you can take them for granted either. Okay. Yes, we. Oh. I, I've heard all the stats. I know all the teams that we've lost to that are group of five over the last 10 years too. So I, I understand that. But from the positives that we've talked about, the, the progress, the progress is clear as day in the defense. It's in the run game that we have. We've gotten over 200 yards rushing the last two games. Uh, I think there's things I like that I see from Sims. I do. And so there it's is such a black on- cloud though. He's got, he's, he has dug himself such a hole in terms of endearing himself to the fan base. And that sucks. And it sucks for him. I, I truly mean that. I wish it wouldn't have gone down this way for him. Cause I do think he might've got unlucky or just got a little nervous and, and things went South, but that shit's got to stop, man. And I'll tell you what, uh, I don't like it any. I don't like it. I don't. I don't like how this is going to play out necessarily. But these guys are getting paid now. Fans aren't going to be as nice as they once were to these college kids. They're going to view them as paid athletes and, and be a little more hostile when the performance is way under par. And I don't like that. I hope I, I encourage not less of that. But but to an extent, you have to understand that you're getting paid now. 
You don't, you don't you know. get to have everything without like with the money comes the criticism. I'm sorry. That's, that is life life. You know, like that is, that is something you should learn. As I said, you know, walking out of Colorado game, uh, walking out of any hostile road situation. I've been in many, many of them now over the years. Um, I don't, the way I fan is, you know, I'm not going to sit there and get in arguments with other fan bases and they can call me whatever they want and I'll just walk right by them. Um, the same thing goes when I'm at home, when, when I'm in Memorial stadium, even, I mean, things can be going wrong. I love how you called it. I love how you called it home. That was so, home. The thing is when I'm at home, you know, yeah. Memorial stadium. <laughs> when, when I'm there, I'm not booing the team. That's not going to be me. I'm not second guessing someone else. If they want to do it, I guess you do you. I'm not booing them, but sometimes I think silence can be as much, you know, say as much as anything too. So, I mean, look, there's a responsibility on this team uh, to defend home. There's a responsibility on this team to get better every week. My race to six that I started all off season absolutely maintains right now. The race to six is how quick can we get to six wins? Can it, you know, at the beginning I said it could be six weeks or seven or eight. Well, now the cl- the quickest it can be right now is eight weeks. That's a, we can go six and two, right? But it's not yep. that's not even the important thing right now. It's not important that we go six and two. The important thing is to go one and two. Get that first one. Yeah, start. very get, much so. You got to get over the hump. There's something preventing this team and this program. And for that, that is something that Rule inherited. We've inherited some kind of funk with some of the, these players that they just they get into a big moment. And that's the time where they they don't rise to the occasion. And But they played great so many other minutes of the game. And so, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I said, this this night started with technical difficulties. We started an hour late. We're not perfect. Yeah, We're yeah. far from perfect. Yeah. I feel like I'm yeah. off my game right now. This whole this whole show because we, you know we we kind of got started weird, and you have to adjust and you got to fight through it. And and so I guess podcasting is a lot like playing a football game yeah. in that sense. But I mean, you gotta, <laughs> but you work your way through it and and get better. Yeah. I, well, I think most Husker fans are being very patient. We still want to see good football. So us complaining about the football team, I guess I'm just asking the media, don't make it out to say, make it seem like Husker fans are calling for rules job. That's not what it is. We're allowed to bitch about the team without saying fire him. But they, I feel like that jump gets made all the time. It's like, you know, you know, disgruntled Husker fans already. I'm like, okay, yeah, well, it, it's been some pretty crappy but- football. Well, there's, but I mean, you, you don't have to spend much time on social media to see people. There's plenty of people that are saying a lot of the things that the, the media is reporting too. I mean, it's. It, well, yeah, it but goes, that just proves how not it. true it is. Like they, they find it on Twitter and stuff, which there's like a thousand bots and stuff on there. I'm, I, I just like what I said, most everybody. Okay. Who have you talked to in real, real life? If real person in front of you that said you should, they should fire rule in real life. No, I mean not not a single individual. Exactly. That's so normal people. <laughs> normal people don't think that. They're frustrated with the bad f- turnovers. That's where we're at. That's fair. We yeah, can Daniel McGam. We can Daniel McGam says some people are saying to fire him to be fair. The vocal minority. I, I don't even know who the people are that are saying it because they're they're very much in the minority or they can be they can be very vocal about. But it's it's Nebraska, such a silly thing to say. I, it, it is. Nebraska is not going to fire their, their way out of this. We, that's all we've done, you know, for the last 20 years. 
Uh, it was a couple of years ago that Nebraska was listed as the number two team in the country in dead money, paying out the most amount of money to people to no longer Woo-hoo! coach, be athletic directors, you know, be assistant coaches here. Okay. That's not a stat you want to be high in. And we just we got a lot we of need, those. We need stability right now. Um, I have heard the Satterfield's got to go. Again, he's the third offensive coordinator in three years. Yeah. You're not going to get good by making these changes all the time. So, We've got to stick with what we got. Look, man, we are committed right now to this team, to this staff, to these players, and yeah. they need to be committed likewise to just getting better week by week, day by day. We have a defense that's going to keep us in games every single game. As long as, as the offense doesn't continue to turn the ball, you know, look, we just cannot continue at a rate of, of this turnover margin uh, last in the country, uh, I think the stat was like dating back 20 years, we have more than 50 turnovers yeah. than any other team in the country. But again, those stats are meaningless when you're comparing it to rule and staff. They've only been here for two games. Uh, it's just unfortunate for those two games. They've Their team has done some things to contribute to those stats. But I don't know what else to say. I mean, it's it's this combination of being frustrated, and we are, and we have every right to be, while also looking at the situation and going, it's two, it's two games. They're both on the road, and this is the team we have. There is no – we're not going to go out there and get a bunch of free agents to come in here and change it all up. And even if we did, that wouldn't necessarily guarantee to make it better either. Almost assuredly make it worse. Yep. I'm going to bring Dave back up here for a second. It's two dadgum games. Folks need to relax. I completely agree there. Frustration is okay. You know, it's okay to be frustrated. I don't ever – the the opposite of that is apathy, right? If if a fan goes, ah, yeah. hey, we're zero two, no big deal. Hey, we had right. four four turnovers. That's fine. No, I I don't want that either because that person's crazy. I mean, we're fans. We get we get frustrated at things during a game. I'm very frustrated, and then people go, well, you guys should go on right after a game. I'm like, no, I I, I wouldn't be very good after a game. I'd be, <laughs> I'd be really upset, right? And it takes a couple yeah. days to 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 think about things and to to think it through. But at the end of the day. I think it doesn't do any good to this program, to the players, to the coaches involved for, you know, the, the real vocal people, the, you know, it just, I get what you're saying, Mac too, about like, you know, the guys, kids are making money now and stuff and they they should be expecting that they should. But as a fan, if you're doing something, do you think it's going to help the team or not? If it's not going to help them, then why do it? You know, if you're going to add them at on Twitter and tell them how terrible they are, you know, is that going to help the player? Is, is it going to help the coach? Yeah, I just don't understand the desire to reach out and tell somebody that so strongly. Like, like they weren't trying to make a better play. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just to go, I'm sure that guy feels terrible. But you know what? I want to let him know how I feel about what he did kind of thing. It's like, I don't know. It just, it is what it is with the internet you know, the comments that they're, they're going to get sniped at with. I think these guys know enough to know. I just wish people would count actual human interaction for a little bit more than online stuff. It just doesn't mm-hmm. seem to be the case anymore. The, yeah. the, the online stuff has a weight to it that it shouldn't, but it certainly does. And that's unfortunate. And that's, that is going to be accentuated and, and amplified based on the fact that these guys are making money now. Because well, it's that's, just that's true. That, that, Kurt Payne you know, says, Kurt Payne says, I mean, if the other QB can control the ball and not turn over and simply hand the ball off and make quick passes, I say put him in. And that's fine. Um, 
I think this coaching staff wants to win too, Kirk. And it, the worst thing would be for them to put the backup in. He doesn't do any better. And you're in a, a McCaffrey situation a couple years ago with, with Martinez too. And that can backfire on you. I would say with, with Sims, we need to show this. It goes back to the patience and urgency thing. I think we need to show patience with Sims and and give him a game game or two here. And and look, you know, the, the other thing I guess I should mention with Sims is that we have the injury to deal with. And at the very end of the game, he has the the high ankle sprain. So we don't know what that that situation is. That might be out of – I know he practiced tonight. So they do their physical practices on Tuesday and Wednesday. So we'll probably find out more tomorrow and Friday what his injury situation is. That might have more of an effect than anything on it. But Rule is, has hitched his ride to, to Sims, and I don't think that we're going to see anything to change with that. And so what that means is Sims, he's got to get better. It's as simple as that. He's got to get better. He definitely can do things on the field that um, probably the other two quarterbacks on the team can. I think that's why they have him starting to begin with. But um, but he's got to get better with the with the turnovers. Just simple as that. And it is two games. It is two games. And uh, there's ten more. Seven of them are at home in Memorial Stadium. Uh, we've seen what the Big Ten West looks like right now. It's kind of a mess. I think uh, the teams yeah. are eight and six in the Big Ten West where the Big Ten East has lost one game combined. I think they're like, what is that, like 13 and one or something right now. So, you know, there's there's so much. It, it, it's a, There's a torn feeling as a, as a Husker fan right now. You, I feel like this pull from both directions. It's like, you know, you, you, you want to you call out something, but at the same token, it's like, all right, but two games in, two games of, of, an, of a new era, so a new regime. So, yeah. You know, one thing I want to mention, too, and I know a lot of people have kind of brought this up since uh, most of our struggles have come from from the quarterback position. Oh, that's not fair to say. That, I, I phrase that poorly. But our turnover issues largely came from that. And uh, that's still probably a little harsh. But they say, you know, they, they got rid of Casey Thompson so quickly, you know, they never really gave him a fair shot. And, and I don't totally disagree with that, but I do think – if you remember it, how it happened in real time, Casey didn't play for him in the spring. He was hurt. So they never yeah. really got to see him move the ball or do anything. And for, and frankly, they planned on running the quarterback in case he wasn't much of a runner in case no. he was small. So it wasn't going to work. So like, yes, they, they hit, like, could have Casey been really good in this offense and, and, and won his games? Yes, he could have maybe been. They were, I just think, they thought Jeff Sims was going to be a more capable passer. And if he was, frankly, this offense would be very difficult to stop. Yeah. But again, there's, and we had drop passes to Vegas Cheers point yeah. earlier. We had drop passes. We've had, it's not just a Sims thing. And Sims has done some things really well. So I guess to, to flip all this to moving forward, a ground based game. I mean, that's, that's going to be something that, um, we're going to need to get to to uh, to having him be on on the ground more. We're talking option football. There's potential of getting more under center, like we we're doing the second half there against against Colorado. If Sims is out there, I think those are the the strengths of him. And really quick reads. The longer he has to have yeah. to, to to decide through, or even you know even when he's rolling out. I mean, it, it, the longer you wait on those plays, that's when guys have got you know a defender comes under the ball and, and gets the interception. So at the, at the end of the day. We got to get the ball out of his hands quick, and got to use his legs. Uh, 
you know, in a lot of ways and get him under center yeah. probably a little bit more. We saw a good running game going there with Irvin. That's two straight games where I think Irvin's been really effective. Ramirez looked really good. Anthony Grant, um, very athletic, very athletic runner, um, but uh, obviously didn't play in the second game. They pulled him because of the, the fumble that he had. So, yeah. you know, this I know this coaching staff is looking very closely at that. I, I'm not a big believer in just the, the backup quarterback's always going to be better. But yeah, if, yeah. If, if the starting quarterback keeps, you know, if you keep with the turnovers, then <laughs> those calls are going to get louder. Well, yeah, I mean, you, eventually you ha- – there's obviously a threshold where Rua will finally put in a backup quarterback. I mean, there's that point. But I just don't – I don't think there's – the backup is necessarily the answer to a successful season. But I think the only chance to a really successful season is to improve Sims's play. Now, if that can't happen, and then you have to resort to the backup, you know, I still think we could win six games. I still think we could win six games if the if the backup was just good about managing the ball. We're not asking for bombs. We've got big tight ends. You know, we've got a big you know backs. So I think and the defense. You know, if the defense really starts, they're so close to some turnovers, some interceptions. Eventually, mm-hmm. they're going to make some of those plays, and that's really going to flip games for us. So, I don't know. Ideally, yes, Sims improves. He's more decisive. He just needs to relax and kind of throw the ball when he's ready to throw it, run the ball when he's ready to run it. He ha- he just hasn't looked comfortable yet. Hmm. I hope well, that I, he is. <laughs> I feel like we've been all over the place. This has been a crazy night for us, and uh, like I said, we spent a full hour before even going live just uh, trying to get live. So. We had our own issues there, but I think these two are good ones to end on. Kurt Payne saying six is definitely doable still, and I agree with that. And also yeah. Ryan Mettinger, and we know Mettinger there. He says uh, hey, one week at a time. Nice. Yeah, one one uh, week at a time. Try to enjoy the season, how the season unfolds. Prognosticating on how the season's going to end is too mentally taxing, and I completely agree there. Um, yeah, it's two games, and it's, it's really hard to spell. <laughs> <laughs> it's two games. It's it's been frustrating because we can see. I think we can see what this team can be. We saw physicality against Minnesota, especially on defense, that led us to think, "Hey, we can tackle these guys in, on, at Colorado yeah. that TCU couldn't do." And we get out there, and boom, we're hitting those dudes at Colorado. We're making tackles. Excellent. So you can see it. You can see it. Build off the the positive, and and I, I said it a week ago with some of the playbooks sometimes. Tear some things out, especially early in the season. If there's things you don't do as well, tear it out. Let's get really good at a smaller package of things. And, and you know, bit by bit, game by game, let's get this thing built back up. Um, we have two games here that, you know, look, we, we've got to be able to get, come home and, and get these Ws against group of fives. We've got to be able to do that. that there's no guarantee. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. Group of five teams beat. P5 teams all the time. We've seen that plenty of times this yeah. season already, but th- that's the the sign of progress is you got to come home because we're, we're talking about progress. Get these two wins here. Let's get back to two and two. Let's get back to 500. And it's going to be a pretty crazy weekend when Michigan gets here, uh, whenever we play. Oh, yeah. originally, originally we thought it was going to be 11, the 11 a.m. kickoff since big the big noon's going to be here or said they're going to be here. Now I don't know if they're going to be here, if they're going to Colorado. I don't know what the heck I've, I've been hearing on that. So that kickoff time seems to be moving around. But just bet Colorado. Just bet Colorado. They got it. It's, it's that's how this. <laughs> it's, they are. 
They have the largest gravitational pull in the college football universe right now. They mm-hmm. are the they are spot number one. That's insane, by the way, that he came in and stole the headlines like that so quickly. Mm-hmm. If they make a run, if they make a run, he'll he'll get more attention than Kirby Smart. He'll get more attention than you know Texas. He'll get the most attention. Mm-hmm. That's that's kind of incredible. Daniel McGam says, "Trust the process. Rule is proven. Coaching carousel hasn't worked for us." He will win and make him remember that we believed in him during the hard days. So he stays. That's a, that's an excellent point there. See, trust the, there's another, trust. there's another believer Husker. Like we're not making this stuff up. These people are out here. Yeah. Trust the process. Trust the process. And also that, that coaching carousel and the carousel in general, get rid of this guy. Cause the next guy is always going to be better. We've done that a lot of times with, with players. We've yeah. done it with, with coaches. We just, we've got to hitch our ride to who we have right now. And they just have to get better. You're having four turnovers, yeah. then it needs to be cut in half. It needs to be cut in, in tw- you know, to 25%. It needs to be cut to zero yeah. and get better and better. Um, there's a lot of good things that we've seen from this team. Build off that, and we'll get some wins. I, I, I'm as confident as ever, that, especially watching that defense play the way they are, I'm as confident as ever in that race to six that we're going to get to that bowl game. I, I truly believe that, and I'm still not going to put ceilings on this team but um, just, uh, you know, we've, we've got to build around that defense and we've got to build around a rushing offense. That's what this coaching staff wants to do. It's just it's been a mistake. So, Dude, there was a point after the game, even in the, it was late in the, in the fourth, or it was when we scored a last touchdown. And I saw that and the game was over and I was kind of, I was pretty upset, but, but Nicole, Nicole asked me, he's like, well, how do you, how did you feel about the game? Or how do you feel about the season or something along those lines? And I'm like, you know what? I'm still oddly optimistic. Like, I still kind of feel like we might be okay this year. We just got to fix some stuff. Like, I felt that way. And I was like, so upset too, because of the game, I felt like we should have won. But I'm like, but I'm seeing things that... Tr- like that game proved to me, I think our defense is real. It can adapt to two different kinds of offenses and really still do a good job of shutting down the run. And the, and we were applying more pressure, which was nice. Young guys were getting involved, so I'm like, okay, there are some things I definitely like. And the offense was starting to chug, but we just kept shooting ourselves, man. It was just crazy what we do. So like, I left that game going, all right, if Colorado's good, which we're all told that they are, and although the score might reflect a beat. A beating that it wor- that was worse than it was, but sure. like we knew where that game wasn't going into halftime, or actually, but the last that last five minutes of before half was oh, that was hard. Just free <laughs> ten points before half. Jeez, jeez, man, that was hard. Yeah. Well, you know another play. Here's, it- here's a good example <laughs> of the, those two teams. Sorry, but no, you know we were talking about the difference in quarterback play. There was a play. It was, it was, I can't remember what corner it was, but it was a fourth down play. It was pretty long distance. Shadur takes the ball, and he's kind of running around. He didn't get sacked. He should have been sacked twice. He's kind of running around, looking downfield, looking, and he finally just runs out of bounds. Doesn't take a hit. He runs out of bounds. And it seems like kind of almost like a chicken chip play. But you go, but they kept the ball. 
He didn't throw the pick. Sure. He didn't take the hit and lose it. You know, like mm-hmm. sometimes that's the right play. And like to, like that just shows where a guy's head is. It's like it was fourth and forever or third and forever. They probably weren't going to convert it. Don't take the hit. Don't lose the ball. Just take – just punt it. And like that's just where we're not at with the quarterback play, I feel like. And yeah. we got to get somewhere close to that. Yeah. And look, I mean, we'll, we'll – go in circles over and over again. I, I do think there's a couple spots specifically I'd like to see from the defense improvement wise, obviously third down defense, third and long, get yourself off yeah. the field. We've had, we've yeah. had some issues, um, you know, with that. And for as much, I love how we tackle. I love how we've been hitting out there. It, it's so physical. We're, we're tied for first in the country, 11 sacks with Tennessee, but we're not quite getting the turnovers that you would expect for being as physical no. as we are and for getting those big sacks and those big plays. So can we, can we, you know, compound that into getting some some uh, turnovers, get the ball back to the offense. Uh, that will be, I think, the next step of progress for the defense to make there. And so, um, yeah. so yeah, it's a you know, it's a great opportunity here for us the next two weeks to get some things right, to get back home, to get healthy, to get a couple W's, and you know, just a couple W's under the belt. Think of how much better everyone's going to feel. God, yes. How much better social media is going to feel. By the way, while we're getting a couple of W's, hopefully other teams are getting L's, and that's always great. Yes. To, you know, Colorado can get their first L, and we can all have fun at, at their expense at that time. So, <laughs> it, you know, that's just the that's the the nature of this thing here. Nobody thought we were going to go twelve and zero, right? So, you know, no. but uh, let's start getting some W's here. Let's get home, and uh, I don't know. That's all I got, Mac. What do you What do you have? Give me your parting shot. Uh, yeah, I guess I, I pretty much echo that. I, I still, I'm very anxious about this this year, but I'm also very. I think it could still turn out okay. I really do. Um, it is Matt Rule's first year, so I, I understand it. I but but I won't be told to be patient. I, you know, you know my feelings on that. Yeah, I know. And, I know. Uh, but it, but I do understand the process here, and I like a lot of what we're doing. I think it is different. So it's dude, football just started. I can't just throw it away already. You know what I'm saying? Like it just started. We've only got two games. I think it's going to get better. And how cool it'd be when it starts getting better, guys! Like how cool it'd it be will be. Holy shit! We made progress it, from week two to three. It will get That'd it be nice, and it will. I am one hundred yeah. for all the calls of anything. I am so. I am so uh, – Matt Rule's the right coach. I have no yeah. doubt about that. I have no doubt that he's going to continue to push the right things, which is consistency. He he treats yeah. – whether he wins or loses that game, he acts the same way. That rubs off on the team. We're going to see that. We've had people make this mention already. These are the moments as fans where, where when the team is down and we can step and rise up to the situation – this team's going to get it turned around. They will. And they'll look back at this moment and 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 know who was there for him, who wasn't. Um, Kurt Payne, I do want to say he just said congratulations to the win against uh, Stanford Volleyball last night. Holy smokes, that was an amazing game to watch. That was on ESPN. They had more viewers for that game than I think uh, if I read right, it was like the Yankees and Red Sox played last night. More people were watching college volleyball on ESPN, so that's awesome. That's just one more a show of support for that a couple weeks after having 92,000 people here to watch it. So this team's uh, winning a natty. <laughs> for sure. No, they They're are. They are. Natty. Yeah, they oh, are. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel says, I agree, but you're, I'm just saying that because I'm his doppelganger. 
you know, look, Coach Rule doesn't pay me to do any of this stuff, but uh, I do uh, apparently have a little bit of look like him. But I don't know. I feel like I've been all over the the board here tonight. My brain was was frazzled before we got going with the technical stuff. But okay. But look, man, when it comes to the game, cheer like crazy, show up, support yeah. these guys this weekend. Let's get the W, and then come back and let's do it again against Slotech. That's that's all I yeah. got. Incremental improvement, folks. All right. All right. Well, that's another match rule. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was great. So- Thank you so much for everyone that stayed up late and watched this. I I feel like we yeah. feel like we completely let you down, but uh, it was. Uh, thank I you so much. I think we nailed it. I, I think they're gonna love it. Go big red. Go big red. Heard at Sports Network Production.